You're listening to The Owen 60. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at The Owen 60 Pod for all the latest news from around the OHL. And now here are your hosts, Reese Dumaney and Colin Ward. This is The Owen 60 Podcast. Welcome and thank you for tuning in. Of course, we are on a bi-weekly basis until we can figure out when we can play an OHL season. A couple of news from other leagues that may have an impact on the Ontario Hockey League. We will get to that a little bit later on, and those leagues in particular, the PGHL and the AHL, but details to come later on in the show. Also, big week for me in our uh, fantasy league. Uh, I got the, got the dub, and uh, I'm going up against Colin this week, so <coughs> big win should be big a win. fun one. Yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, big win. Colin a- started the year <laughs> last one. Week. And he is in 14th and last okay. place. Do we- um, <laughs> hey, hey. I have seven injuries hey, my on draft- my team and I still won by 60 or 70. Um, I'm in like four different pools, but I, I got to pick it up. I got to pick it up. I got my best players on the IR because my first round, I get, I feel like I your, uh, first round out. pick was uh, Andy Green. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I am not Don't- kidding. Don't the first overall, don't. Connor McDavid. Second overall, don't. Colin Ward selects defenseman Andy Green. <laughs> what? <laughs> he goes, no, I just pick Andy Green. I'm like, come on, nope. Okay, here's your last. One. I just picked Andy Green. I didn't because we were playing Chell. I didn't believe him. Yeah, don't pick your team playing Chell, <laughs> and don't pick your team on your phone. Don't do it. I picked my team on my phone, and I like my team. Yeah, but I wasn't paying attention. I was trying to win a draw. That's different. Yeah. Hey, I was trying to do something else, but, you know. Yeah, but I was trying to win a face-off. And uh, I went, like, so there's an option from best to worst. Yep. So I accidentally, I clicked on Nathan McKinnon because that's, like, consensus number two pick in the draft. Yeah, him and Dry Seidel's a top. McKinnon. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> and, then I t- and then, like, I went to click it. And then, like, I had my thumb, like, on the screen. Yeah. Too. I had both fingers. And then, like, I accidentally clicked worst. And Andy Green was in that spot that I clicked where I was thinking McKinnon. That might be a big blonde oh, moment. But that's I weird. had, like, four things going on at once there. So. Yeah. <laughs> and to like, my satisfaction. In the fifth round. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. It worked out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. It really worked out because number third overall was Nathan McKinnon. And then yours truly picked fourth overall and lucked out with uh, Leon Dreisaitl. I was going to go Ovechkin, hey. and then Dreisaitl dropped Twitter. to me. I'm like, hey, hey Twitter is this Cockney Emmy Zadina right here? Like, <laughs> Oh, here we go. I thought Andy Green had something. Okay. I thought he had something. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, Twitter poll this week, uh, does Reese let me win this week? No. Helping him out in the draft. Yeah. You didn't yeah. help. You didn't help me. You would not have got dry sidle. You would have. Where's Ovechkin playing this week? Not my problem. You, would, you <laughs> yeah, I would have beat you this week. I would beat you if I had Nathan. Yeah, McKinnon. but I, I understand. Dry sidle coming third, from dry sidle. You didn't third. help me. You screwed you up. That's not really helping me. It helped me, I but it just helped everybody. You didn't do it the on third purpose. Third pick and no, I did not do it on purpose. You even know that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, no. I just took Andy Green. I wish we had that quote. I wish we had that quote. I know. Oh, no. Oh, no. I did I again. just do that? Yeah, you did. I, 
Danny Green, no. Yeah, just to give you a rundown of the standings through. This is technically a week and a half because the first week and a half of the season was just the first week. Yeah. Like the first Wednesday. So myself in sixth place just because of my point total at 1-0. and And then uh, Mr. Joel, Joel Vanderland, who broke some news that we're going to talk about later. I don't know if he broke hey. it on Twitter or not, but um, he wasn't about he wasn't around a fireplace either. Is, no, he wasn't. And his Dan Patrick in his Dan Patrick uh, Big Ten source got him that information. So now well, he's not hey, from now. the Big Ten AHL source, but um, he is in third place with 650 points in uh, week one. Um, friends of the show, the Effect Insider Matt Rowe, right behind me in seventh place. He won his first week matchup. And uh, way at the bottom, Buffalo Detroit. That, uh, Buffalo Detroit. Yeah, what I'm else sorry. is new? You uh, got Brad, the Jekyll team. It's actually not a bad name. Um, yeah, that's sweet. He's 0 and 1, recorded 430 points in hey, week I'm one. I'm just a team and player right now. Call it what? I'm just a team player with this. That's a yeah. lot. 14 is my number. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. I'll get number. I'm uh, going for the pick. I'll lose. I'll pick fourth though next year after the lottery. Oh, that's very true. Just had to add that. That's very true. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah, you're in last place with uh, okay, 384 points this past week. But uh, that's just a week and a half. Not Lots good. Of time to make it up. Yeah, I mean, through this week, the media is on me. The pressure. I'm feeling it in the chat. I'm really yeah. feeling the pressure. You are 14th place. It's not good. I'm looking up right now, but hey, there's nowhere else to go. And uh, I'm trying to go up here. I'm going to try to make some moves. I made one decent move already. I'm ready to go. I'm not selling yet. I'm not selling the farm either. What I got to stay did neutral. Who'd you get? My captain. Oh, Dylan Larkin. Yeah, team. but you still lost. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The plus minus trade off there. Yeah, Dallas with uh, Radulov comes in. They just light it up. Like, yeah. yeah, I picked up Joe Pavelski because Dubois, obviously having to quarantine, went on IR, picked up Pavelski, had a goal and two assists on Sunday. So that was clutch. But yeah, helped me win. Solid. It was good. That's solid. I got some guys. I got some guys. Um, yeah, so that's what's going on in the world of fantasy hockey. Uh, but to kick off the show pretty huge news that uh, came out ahead of Sunday show guest Connor McMichael made his NHL debut against the Buffalo Sabres on Sunday, a huge day for him. Former first round pick of the Capitals saw nine fifty four of ice time in his NHL debut, albeit it was in a shootout loss. But still, first NHL game, you play more than some of the other guys on this team. So, yeah, that's hey. He didn't look that. He didn't look out of place at all. I think Liam Foodie in his debut played like eight something, I believe, as well. So, minute more, that's solid. Wonder if that. Wonder if you have any bragging rights about that your NHL debut ice Mm -hmm. time. I feel bad this year, right? They'd be division rivals in the Metro. That's too bad. Yeah, that'd be cool. It would have been cool to see Columbus, Washington. Maybe not rivals. Michael's but... debut. Yeah, yeah that'd like be awesome. Foodie's, Foodie's, Foodie's regular season debut versus uh, McMichael uh, yeah. NHL debut. That'd be pretty cool. I, I mean, Andrea as it, well got in for Dallas. 
Yeah, I saw that. I mean, they need everybody on on their team right now. Yeah, Quentin Byfield scored in uh, Ontario's uh, yep. first pre turn pre uh, season game. Akil Thomas Started, as well. Uh, Akil Thomas, yeah, lighting it up. That's yeah, Peter Ontario, Niagara fans killed their opponents in that game. That wasn't even close. Shot. Hey, that was cool. Arthur Kaliev gets his first American Hockey League point as well with uh, yep. Sean Jersey yeah. on the five field goal. That was pretty cool. Aiden Dudas as well. Alex Turcott, U.S. Uh, programming yeah. set. That's pretty solid. The Kings it's will be good. They will be yeah. good. Loaded. Uh, former OHLer as well, goaltender Dylan Wells. He is headed to Edmonton, and there's a funny story behind his news going down. Yeah. And I'm probably not allowed to share here. Um, but I knew he was going to Edmonton a week before they announced it. Um, just, I, I know people, so, um, I just wanted to break it and I was told I was not allowed to, or I would be forbidden from visiting my girlfriend's house for the next little while. It's not like I can go anyways, but, um, uh, she was. Uh, yeah, that's the source. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> We're back yeah, because she's close. Because they're neighbors with um, <laughs> a family who's related some way to Dylan Wells' girlfriend. I can't remember. I think they're cousins. Oh, yeah. I can't remember. But um, let's just say they were on their way to Bakersfield, and they weren't really close to Edmonton. And then they got a call saying, get your rear end up north. So. Thanks, Kenny Holland. Yeah, I know, eh? <laughs> uh, so congrats to Dylan Wells on uh, heading to Edmonton, being a part of that taxi squad. Also, Hunter yeah, Jones, cool. first guest of the show. Looks like he's going to have a chance to be the starter in Iowa this season. Yeah. Yeah, that's exciting. What yeah. an arena, too. Yeah, what you, an arena that is in You're Iowa big on arenas, eh? Sure. First Green Bay, saying how clutch their rink is and – now with the Iowa Wild, man. Yeah, Green Bay is nice, though, eh? Yeah, it is, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Um, but back to uh, Connor McMichael, big debut for him. Can you all read you a stat line? No points for McMichael in his debut. He did collect two pims. Get those out of the way, I guess. Um, and one shot on goal. And oh, yeah. I'm not sure about the total gotta, of this. You got to do that. Yeah. Yeah, he could have been one for one. He could have been two for two. I have no idea. He could have been 10 for 10. Probably not. But um, he was 100% in the faceoff dot. Not too bad against the Buffalo yeah. Sabres, who have some pretty good centers. That's good. Snap it back. Yeah. Yeah. To be the faceoff guy and change, just be out there to win the draw and change. Yeah. I mean, Everyone has that play off topic, but so imagine your face off win. You're just out there for the drive, get off. Yeah. That sounds like my role. It's, there's nothing worse than just sitting on the middle of the bench. Just yeah, nothing there's nothing worse. You just sit on the bench, you need a big face off. Coach yeah. just taps you on the shoulder. Get out there. Win the draw. Just come off. Yeah. Five seconds. You see like twenty seconds time on ice. <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a better role than Pierre-Luc Dubois had when he was just sitting on his butt on the bench for the second and third period in his final game with Columbus, which, thank you, he's on my fantasy team. Ooh, IR. Yeah. Stupid. 
Um, yeah, I've both Dubois and Line A for anyone out there. Um, but yeah, it's very, very unfortunate that his uh, that his family could not be there for that. And I just got a text message. Um, uh, hey, it wasn't me. It wasn't <laughs> no. me this time. Wow. <laughs> I, I found out how to mute my uh, laptop. So hey. Oh, hey nice. Did you hear that? Yeah, that's oh, fine. Well, whatever. Who cares? <laughs> um. But yeah, as long as the Capitals are in COVID problems, I mean, I guess he took Tom Wilson's spot and Wilson isn't under COVID protocol right now. So uh, who knows, McMichael get mo- may get moved back to the taxi squad once Tom Wilson comes back. But uh, for now, for him, it's just about enjoying it. And uh, like we said, his ice time in the first game was 9.54. That was 30 seconds longer than Sprong. That was a minute and a half longer than, uh, than Pinho. Never heard of him, but who cares? Um, and, you know, it's just going to go up from here. He's going to get more shots on net. He's going to get more opportunities as he gets used to the game in the NHL. And, um, you know, nothing but excitement for him. And we can't wait for the day that Philip Tomasino makes his NHL debut. There's a good chance that it may happen this year with the Nashville Predators. Um, and I hate to say it, but being around the Dallas Stars, possibly the Carolina Hurricanes this season with all the COVID problems they've been having, you don't like saying, oh, there's a chance that they get COVID. But this year there kind of is because even the Red Wings are feeling it. Five guys on the COVID list right now. And yeah, that most, uh... Robbie Fabry and Philip Zadina and John Merrill, three guys who probably have an impact on their two losses against the Chicago Blackhawks this past weekend, which Mike Babcock – you're decent at TV, but stop trying to explain Mitch Marner things. Um, so it's, yeah. it, it is what it is. Uh, Connor McMichael's taking this opportunity and he's going to put everything he can forward. He knows that once all of the regulars come back, he's probably going to head back to that taxi squad and just be uh, a participant in practice. But uh, who knows? There may be a trade coming. If he impresses guys, the Capitals might say, Hey, let's trade this guy, get McMichael some more ice time or, you know, what have you. I don't know. I'm not a, scout or a um, front office guy, but uh, McMichael is uh, well on his way to becoming an awesome, awesome NHL player. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to be solid. I think he's going to be solid on that power play spot. Do a lot like Ovechkin. Yeah. That shot. He's got one of, he probably has the best shot in the OHL. I think that's who he voted for too. The best shot last year in the OHL. I think we had McMichael one or two, him or Kaliev. Yeah. One or two. I know that was one and two, but I just forget what order. They're both got elite shots. Yeah, do we have Liam Foodie in there? No. Who do we have in a third? I can't remember. The Drysdale? Did we go D? We might have. His Drysdale snapshot there. Yeah. Well, you saw it, and I know it was a pre-tournament game, but you saw it in the pre-tournament game against Russia, the only goal Canada scored in that game. Yeah, it might have been Drysdale. For a second, I kind of zoned out and thought you said Drysidle at first. I'm like, what? And then I'm like, no, he said Drysdale. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> I zoned yeah. out for a second, but um, oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, Hunter Jones, he's eventually going to get his opportunity. The Minnesota Wilds, who knows what happens with them if they get any injuries or. Anything he may be called up to the taxi squad or potentially becoming a ball the thrill. And yeah, Phil Tomasino. Um, it's, it's just, I'm trying to think of other guys that we've had on who are in the system per se. Those are the big three. Riley yeah. McCourt may get Marley's time. 
may get growl for sure growlers time, but yep. yeah, shout out to Donovan Sabrango tryout with the Grand Rapids Griffins. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be exciting. Yeah, that's gonna be exciting. I'm gonna be excited to see what he does. Camp opens for them, I think yesterday, 25th. Yep. Yeah, so that's that's huge for him. Not having to leave the continent, just crossing the border into Michigan. And I'm not saying Michigan's great for COVID right now, but um, I'm sure the AHL's got their protocols all in place, and the Griffins are going to be good to go. But and uh, good luck to uh, show guest Francesco Pinelli, the Kitchener Rangers. Well, uh, going to Slovenia. Yeah, I was just announced. So exciting. Yeah, yeah. It's a uh, few uh, players going about their business. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's it'll... you like that one. Wish we I could did... get some streams from from there and kind of watch them play. Same. Same. Yeah. Might have to be yeah, a really, 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 really too. illegal stream, but oh, hey, there's a way to get it done. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Might be. You never know yeah. what the Europeans yeah. are using, but um, yeah, Slovenia. It'd probably be pretty easy to find it. Yeah, they get this on the on like the team's uh, Instagram account that he's going to. Yeah, on, in their bio, this is going to get you going. This is going to get you going on their bio. Their link to click on to their website, it's TikTok. Okay, I will not TikTok. be visiting their team Instagram page. <laughs> I knew, People I who knew know me, love that. TikTok, I, I think TikTok guy. is you, the dumbest thing in the world. TikTok, um, he loves it. it it's really Get stupid. the renegade or whatever it is going. Yeah. I got bugged about that last year coaching baseball. What? Cheering for me about uh, getting TikTok. You have TikTok? No. Oh, no. okay. All no. right. I was gonna. I'm like, Colin. We can't. I was busy. getting bugged too, though. Yeah. No, I don't. <laughs> Sorry, I don't see the appeal of it. Yeah. Like Vine. Never really into that either. LeBron James. Yeah. I mean, I watched some <laughs> of them because some of them were actually funny, and my friends would just show them to me on their phones. But I never. Yeah. I didn't give a crap. <laughs> Bother me. <laughs> I just had to bring the I made it through. Up for you. I knew you would love that. Nah, that's all good. Um, all right. Again, congratulations to Connor McMichael making his NHL debut. Time for a break. When we come back, discuss the broken news. Breaking news coming out of uh, Joel Vanderland. Not even coming out of a city, out of Joel Vanderland. Um, he kind of has some inside insights to. Uh, what's going on in the American hockey league. And we'll discuss if the OHL would do this, which unfortunately I'm going to preview it. There would be no Memorial cup this year, but uh, we'll just, we'll have that discussion next. And of course, later on in the show news pertaining to the PGHL, we might get to that next segment right after uh, the American hockey league news. And uh, yeah, lots more on the own 60 podcast. We're back for, at least this week, and yeah, should be fun. Yeah, big uh, big game coming up too in a couple of weeks, so we got to get to it at the end with the oh, Jacks. Yeah. We jacked. do have to do that. Oh yeah, update on the uh, Mosquito Jacks. Jacks. The Goose does it again. Bon flannel. Yeah. Bon flannel. <laughs> we'll get to that next here on the Owen Sixty Magician. Podcast. This is the Owen Sixty. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Owen Sixty Pod for all the latest updates and news from around the OHL.
Welcome back to the Owen 60 podcast with Colin Ward. I'm Reese Dumaney. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at the Owen 60 podcast. Our website link is up there as well. And actually, I forgot about this. We will be switching over. Well, Colin Ward got bored on Sunday and uh, hooked up the link tree. So uh, it'll be a lot easier yeah, cool. to find our show. Um, of course, we're on Google, Spotify, Apple, SoundCloud. Um, I know, Somewhere I else, I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, I forgot the last one. iHeartRadio, that's the one I'm thinking Yeah, of. that's it, that's it. Thank um, you. All the major ones where you find your podcasts, uh, they are up there. Every other Tuesday, as of right now. Um, so, yeah, that link tree should be up within the week. Something like that. Yeah. Once they, uh, you know stop doing maintenance because it was funny colin tried to send me the uh, well he did send me the link and i clicked on it and he goes how does it look and i'm like looks blank i didn't say that i thought about it and i was like <laughs> no it's just down for maintenance he goes oh crap that sucks so when it's not yeah. under maintenance it will be up on uh, all of our social medias easy access to everything owen 60 including the effects should we list our effects on the website that'd be hilarious yeah, it would be so funny. Hall of Fame. What up, yes. Matty Rowe? <laughs> He's the insider, so would he have to sit on the board? We got to have a plot. The Hall of Fame board. Yep. Board members. Hall of <laughs> board committee. The committee. Oh, and a committee. Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. See how she goes. Um, all right, two. I don't know if it's breaking news or. What do you want to call it? Uh, Colin sent me a text while I was napping. Uh, morning show week for me. Always enjoy those naps midday. They are clutch. But uh, Colin sent me a text message that he has some news from Joel Vanderland. So, Colin, what is Joel Vanderland breaking for us? There's no cup this year in the American Hockey League. There isn't even going to be a playoffs. Originally, it was just a no Calder cup but there's still a season developmental year, but uh, no playoffs due to the Canadian. Well, I mean, obviously effect on it, but probably due to the Canadian division geographically, it doesn't really add up cost wise. Yeah. It doesn't really add up. It's the right move to make for the American hockey league. It's gonna, and basically it's going to be a developmental year for NHL teams to have their players playing games to get called up, which you can totally see happening. No playoff. Yeah. Division winners. So, Still something win your division. Yeah. I think you'll still get a banner. Still got something. For sure. That'd be for sure. And then like in COVID, the summer. COVID have, Cup like, champion. Like a tournament. Yeah. Have like the four teams play a tournament. Yeah, that's not a bad <laughs> idea. I know I know Maybe that kind count. of means that's a playoff, but um Yeah. But, yeah, that's still better than nothing. I totally get this move. Obviously the Canadians yeah. would be out of luck. Uh, you've got Belleville, obviously. You've got Toronto. Might be a lot of fights appa- between them. <laughs> There's another uh, inside uh, information, too, uh, about the – well, it's not really inside information about proposals sent to uh, Lisa McLeod on the Ontario American Hockey League teams, the Toronto Marlies and the Belleville Senators. Yep. There's another thing that's in the works, not out yet, but it's in the works. So that'll be interesting to see. Yeah, and obviously the, the uh, American Hockey League – they have a lot more resources than the Ontario Hockey League does. <clears throat> uh, money. Yeah. Um, 
you know, that's the resource yep. that everyone really talks about, but um, yeah, I, I totally get it. The AHL, like it's not a league for washed up players really anymore. Like the NHL has really started to take it as more of a serious development league. Like obviously you've got the OHL, the WHL, the QMJHL, you've got all the leagues over in Europe that, you know, players are developing every single year, but when, when they're in their system and I'm talking, I'm going to, because we're Detroit fans, I'm going to focus on more cider. Yep. Is that him being in grand Rapids, the fact that he was not on a Canadian hockey league roster, the fact that he had never played one minute of hockey. He was Canada. on a, he was, his rights were on. Yeah. Yeah. He, he wasn't signed, which is no. Um, and it's just, it's a matter of playing against men. It's got nothing to do with the OHL not yeah. being, or the CHL not being a good league to go play. And it's, it's all about playing against guys who, you know, 50% plus have played in the NHL at some point yep. in their career. And it's, again, it's in the system when you're trying to build something and build chemistry and build a system within your team. And I know defensemen, do they need as much chemistry offensively with forwards? Yes, but not, you know, as much as you want to get a forward group together, but in terms of cider getting chemistry with Joe Hicketts or Dennis Chalosky or, you know, some of those top end prospects, McIsaac yeah, wasn't there Lindstrom. yet. Uh, yeah. Lindstrom. Like it's this. Yeah. Playoffs, who cares right now? If I'm Steve Eisenman, I'm like, help. I, I don't give a crap about playoffs. That doesn't bother No, it doesn't matter. You're just getting development games in, against other teams. I mean, hey, it's a great measuring stick game to play the Ontario Reign. It's a great measuring stick game there. Yeah. All the OHL guys, I mean, they're going to have a lot of eyes on that team. They're young. They're developing. Mm-hmm. I mean, same with in San Diego, uh, Zegris as well. Yeah. Those guys are going to have a lot of eyes on them. And, I mean, it's nice to see – it's going to be interesting to see. They don't have to worry about the playoff races, which kind of hurts your development because if they're yeah, overachieving, bit, yeah. they're going to play. They're going to yep. play a lot, a bigger role. But I think teams, it's going to be intense anyways. Guys are going to be playing for jobs. Yeah. Guys, you're trying. They're still on the NHL radar. They're still one league below the NHL, so they're going to be playing for those scouts' eyes. And hey, with the draft being what it is this year, yep. nobody really knows yet. No, as of now, we're we're not having a season here, so. That's a big thing too. Maybe that helped. Maybe if a guy goes to that American Hockey League team that wasn't expected to be there, you're supposed to be in junior and has a good year. Hey, next year it speeds up his uh, development process and he's in the NHL the year after. So that's another thing I think that you can look for. Guys may be be able to skip their uh, development process by just having a good year. It's still going to be good hockey. It's still going to be intense. I mean, there's going to be rivalries. You're playing the same team every night. It's going to be rival. I mean, that Canadian division, you got three teams. Yeah, you play each other, what, four nine teams, times? Like, in yeah. the NHL, I'm saying. It's go- yeah, I mean, it's going to create rivalries, and you guys are going to get developed a lot faster playing in intense games. So I'm not worried about the intensity. I think it's going to be very interesting to watch, though. Yeah, if you think about it, too, how much do you think the OHL not playing right now had an impact on Byfield not making the Kings? Because – Obviously, he's playing in the AHL. He got sent uh, yeah. to Ontario. But if the OHL is playing, he would not be eligible to go play for the Reign. Does he make yeah, no. the Kings if there's an OHL season? Because this is them. Obviously, it's an option this year, putting him in the American Hockey League. But uh, would, it, would he have been on the NHL club 
again, this could have been a taxi squad or, you know, whatever. He could have been just scratched two out of three games, whatever. Um, yeah. Like, does he make the NHL club if there's OHL hockey this year? I think Quentin Byfield makes the LA Kings if he can play in a top six role. I don't, I don't, I right now, I think with the contracts in LA, I don't think he does. Yeah. I don't think he sticks. I think he gets the nine games, but there's no point of playing Quentin Byfield as a checking guy on the third line because he's mm-hmm. never going to be a checking guy for you. He's going to be your number one forward. He's going to be up there yep. in your top six. So I think for Quentin Byfield, if you're going to invest that much time, you get a top three pick, you get the second overall pick. I think with all that time, you got to make sure he's this guy that sticks at the second overall. You saw the success of Tim Stutzel having. I mean, Alexis Lafreniere, he was kind of in that tough middle spot, Quentin Byfield, yeah. out of the three. I think I don't think he does. He gets the nine games for sure, but I don't think he makes it unless he's playing a top six role. And with yeah. the contract situation with LA and how deep they are up front prospects wise, I don't think so. I don't think LA has to. I think they can send him back to junior and let him light it up. But yeah. obviously with the no body contact, that's a big factor as well. Yeah, he's almost he's almost that and I don't know what the right word to use for this. He's almost the centerpiece of that prospect group. Like obviously yeah. Arthur Callie, he's good. Uh, Akil Thomas is good. Turcotte is phenomenal. You got Aiden Dudas. I mean, in net, you could look at, they got Jacob Ingham. If they decide that he's going to be the goaltender of the future for the right. Los Angeles Kings with quicks, you know, career starting, well, not starting. It's been on the decline. And they don't really know what Patterson is as well in the back. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, it's something that they can't screw this situation up. You see teams. Yeah, you got and, uh, Buffalo Sabres. Um, when you have a highly touted prospect like Casey Middlestat, they're screwing that up. I've said that numerous times. You've said that numerous times. A uh, number of times that we've gone on a few shows in Buffalo, we've said that. Like that, They totally screwed up that situation. I think a trade needs to happen for Middlestat to have success in the NHL. I just don't think it's ever going to work out in Buffalo. But yep. they, they can't screw up this Quinton Byfield development phase and uh, leading him. I, there's a chance he is the next, not the next captain of the LA Kings, but at one point in his career, there's a good chance he'll have the C on his jersey. So this yep. is a matter of we, I'm not going to say they lucked out in the lottery. They kind of did. Detroit and Ottawa should add one too, but you know, again. Yeah, me being a Detroit fan, but not an Ottawa fan because again they got screwed. They dropped three picks as well, but um, they got lucky with the Carlson deal. Yeah, yeah, well, San Jose, you're stupid. Um, but uh, it's it, it's something that the Kings yeah. have to be very careful with, and I think they will be. There's no doubt in my mind that they'll be fine with this. Todd McClellan um, with the Los like- Angeles Kings, like. They'll be fine. I think it's it's a matter yeah. of the Kings making sure that this works out and they are winning also two cups how, in three years in the future like they did uh, in previous years. Yeah. Also, they with the contract situation too, it's very important. You can't bring all of them up the exact same year as well. Mm-hmm. So maybe Quentin Byfield makes a team, but then – those other guys don't come up or Turcotte gets the team first. And then those guys come yeah. up because it's so hard to sign all those guys at once with. Yeah. You got to stay overachieve. I mean, you want them to overachieve, but you can talk about, you can talk about a core ending with the first three years out of an entry level deal because of that. Yeah. And it's just tough. It's hard to pay guys with the salary cap the way it is. And I mean, 
with everything going on, it may possibly go down. So yeah, well, you gotta be on your toes for that one too. Well, and you almost, you have to be a little bit realistic too. And that that's a great point you made about, you know, having to sign guys at the exact same time and yeah, uh, you know, spending all that money by field, he'll be a top end player. He'll get a lot of money. Arthur Callie yeah. and Akil Thomas, they were both second rounders. Do they have a chance to get really good money? Of course they do. They're, They're still highly touted they, prospects, but are they Arthur going Arthur has the best shot in their yeah. prospects pool. Yeah, but – and you look at it with Alex Turcott and all of these players, are they yeah. all going to – like, are they going to be one, two, three, four, five on the Los Angeles Kings in points for three yeah. years in a row for their entry-level contracts? No. Hmm. So, I mean, yeah, you got Doughty there. You still got guys. You yeah. still have guys there. Kopitar, Doughty. Yeah, but it, it's almost looking back and saying, okay, Byfield, you're going to get a lot of money. You're good. Akil Thomas, Arthur Kaliev, you're really good, but we're not going to pay you as much because we can't. And you have to it be okay with that if you want this system yep. to work and you want to win cups. It's, it's going to happen. Like, and that, that's one thing that always bugs me, and I'm going to go off on a tangent here for a second, but um, – <laughs> If you're in the NHL, shut up. Play the game. I understand you want to, you want money, like yep. you want what you're valued at. I totally get that. Yep. But shut up and play the game. Like Pierre Luc yep. Dubois, shut up. Get on. So you love my so you love my hard. tweet about that then the other night when I said about how you're just lucky to be in the best game in the world. Yeah, like, you're in the top league in the world. I mean, just Pierre play. Dubois, you're, you're so drafted, lucky to be there. Yeah, Pierre Luc Dubois drafted third overall. Play the damn game. Yeah. I'm sorry yeah. if you don't want to be in Columbus. Yeah. Columbus, if you hey, really Ohio think about State it. Ohio around the corner. It's the best. Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, is Columbus the top market in the NHL? Hell no. Not even close. No. But I look at Winnipeg. Is Winnipeg really an upgrade? And I have three factors to that. Weather? No. Not even close. The arena? Yeah. No. Because that was technically built for an AHL team. I'm not saying they don't have NHL standards there. That playoff app. That playoff atmosphere in Winnipeg, that whiteout, that's yeah. not. That, I'm talking that about like Katie the building Perry, and the facility. Jam, Corey itself, Perry didn't though. even blink. Yeah, the facility, yeah. yeah, for sure. You got three teams in the rink, too. Yeah. WHL, uh, AHL, no, yeah, yeah, NHL that's, team. Uh, yeah, that's, that's a good yeah. Um, And you can't play for 14 days. And again, 14 yeah. days will pass, it'll happen, whatever. But yeah. that shift, and then he got benched. That's embarrassing. How can, how can you, you go out and say, yeah, my dream was to always be in the NHL and, you know, I'll do whatever it takes to get there. Oh, wait, no, I don't like yeah. it in Columbus. So I'm going to be an idiot. Tell all my teammates I don't like it here. I'm going to tell my coaches I don't like it here. I'm going to tell cut the, the coach up. I don't yeah, like cut the here. coach up. Yeah, I'm going to call my coach an idiot, even though he's won a Stanley Cup. Um, hey, John Tortorella no, is the best coach I, in Columbus gonna, Blue Jackets history. Yeah. He's the best coach in Columbus Blue Jackets history. Absolutely. For last, sure last year that team was garbage. That yep. team was garbage on paper. Absolutely. They beat the Leafs out. The Leafs were, the Leafs that. on paper. The Leafs on paper last year going into the bubble were ranked the top five to win the Stanley Cup. Yep. I mean it wasn't happening, but Columbus, Columbus went in there and beat them. They should have yep. won in four if they didn't collapse in game four. Yep. They should have won four out of five. Yeah. So I mean it was right. It was right there. Uh, they had a great run. They forced Tampa. I mean, Seth Jones, they got good goaltending. Wierenski, mm-hmm. those are solid players. It just sends a bad message by Dubois. And all these fake scout guys cutting up uh, Tortorella being on Dubois' side is complete garbage to me. I mean, it's complete garbage to me. If you play the game, if you know the game, 
if anyone that knows the game knows, it doesn't matter. The coach is the coach. You do what he says to the best of your abilities. Yeah. Going out there and just standing there like on – he did nothing. He did nothing. He just gave them the puck and turned around. Yeah, I would have benched him too. It just yep. sends a so bad message. Sure. It sends a bad message. You have Liam no, Foodie. I, in his yeah, first we were talking NHL about that. Liam Foodie. I was just about to mention yeah. that. He was battling his butt off. Yep. All bubble last year. He finally sticks. Great scored a goal. Goal there. In the playoffs. The Red Wings. Great move there against the Red Wings in front of the net there too the other night. Yeah. Great player. You got guys like that who are trying to stick in the NHL, mm-hmm. battling their butts off to take your spot. They traded for Max Domi last year. Max Domi is one of the most intense guys to ever play in our league. And it sounds OHL. like that situation's already been screwed up. I don't yeah. know how, yeah. but. I mean, I'm afraid the Line A one might too, if a uh, car says the wrong thing. I mean, Line A's very similar, but yeah. Line A's an elite shot, elite offensive player. But Liam Foodie, it just sends a bad message to him. Yep. It's, I don't like it. If Tortorella had the best point on the radio interview in Columbus, he had the yeah, best point that. about he doesn't want to be here. We spent so much time developing him. He doesn't want to be here. He didn't. It's good. They should have scratched him right away. But yeah. if you get the opportunity to get your trade value up, you go out there and work your butt off, and it shows that you're a leader. If you wear a letter on your jersey, you got to play with pride, a passion to represent that city, that team, the guys in the room, your coaches, the fans, everyone around there. you got to represent your team when you put that logo on. The jersey, the logo means a lot more, a hell of a lot more than the name on the back. And I don't, I don't like those fake scouts saying that uh, Tarrell is in the wrong. Yeah, that's, he's not. That's he's not. Stupid. He's not in the wrong. Yeah, he's not in the wrong. You go out there and give and, a bad effort like that. It's yeah. your fault. Well, and it, it gets me because in the NHL. Yeah, because I was at that draft, the 2016 draft in Buffalo. Austin Matthews, yep. all the Leaf fans, it was annoying. They took him first. Patrick Line second to Winnipeg. The, those were the top two expected. Yeah, the Columbus Blue Jackets take Pierre Luc Dubois. Do you know how quiet yeah. the building got when that but happened? Hey, it, like honestly, it wasn't a bad pick. It turned like, out where it he was out. ranked to go and who was ranked to be picked at third. That should be yeah. a sign to that player that like my dreams coming true. I'm going to play in the NHL, and I wasn't ranked third, but this team took me anyways. Like, does yeah. that not tell you? They want to make you a superstar and they want to make you a hall of famer. They like, is that you. not they the dream you. of anyone to hey. become an NHL or become a superstar to become right. a hall of famer with guys like Gordy Howe and Steve Eiserman and, you know, Alex Del Vecchio and Terry Sawchuk. I'm just yeah. going to name wings. Cause I want to, and Nick Lidstrom, like, cause I felt like it. I, I'm Dude, sorry. That, and, and this is almost like, yeah. And yeah. I'm going to bring this up too. It's not on the topic, but we talked about it on the morning show this morning, or I guess yeah. Monday morning about the Mike Babcock situation. And this kind of bugs me too, because I really didn't know the whole Mitch Marner story. And I don't know whether he yeah. was BSing this or not. Um, on the NBC pregame, that was the longest NBC pregame, by the way, that I've ever seen. Uh, it was like eight yeah. minutes long. I'm like, wow. Intra- Did they just tell Mike Babcock question. to talk? Like, yeah. <laughs> Interesting like, first question. There. Yep. Set the Liam, tone. Liam McHugh I mean, brought it up with Mitch Marner. And I'm like, for any. Yeah, when you go on, I just want to add quickly, when you go on interviews, like when we go on other shows, we usually don't expect the first question to be like that, boom, in your face. They you had to try tell to set them, the though, mood. Right? They, NBC yeah, yeah. must have said, we're going to ask you this first. Be ready. Yeah, they had to have. Yeah. They had to have out of respect. Yeah. Out of respect they had. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be a dick move. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But, All right, back to your story. I just want to yeah, add but, to that. No, we we're, were talking about this this morning. Like, 
the coaches aren't your friends. They're not here to hold your hand like your parents are. Like, and I'm sorry, that's what's wrong with the OHL there. That's totally screwed up. Parents should have no influence whatsoever. And for some reason they still do. It's stupid. It shouldn't happen. But there is tons of, there is tons of, it's it's dumb, man. The stuff I heard in Niagara, I'm not going to say any of it, but some of the stuff I heard in Niagara about other guys from other teams and from previous, it's, it's stupid. I'm not going to mention any of them, but, and and with this Mitch Marner situation, again, I didn't know the full story. Mike Babcock totally been um, blowing smoke up our rear ends on NBC, but you really made a big deal out of Mike Babcock saying, this is how Mitch Marner is ranking his game. We really made yeah. a big deal out of that. Like, come on, what I are think, we doing here? This, I this think is the stupid. thing about it was though. Yeah. But I think the thing that really escalated the situation is he's Mitch Marner comes in. He's a rookie. He compares him to Tyler Bozak, a veteran and, and brings out where he yeah. ranks on the totem pole. I think that's the, I think that's where Babcock's in the wrong. I think I totally agree. I don't think he should have shared it with the team. I don't agree with that. Yeah. But yeah, that's the season player to coach, not in everyone because Hey, we've been in a clubhouse. We've been in a dressing room. We've saw stuff like that. You see things like that and we know it's not right, but coaches are like that. I mean, yeah, it's, I played played for a bunch of coaches are like that. It is what it is. I mean, it's a tough situation, but it happened. Yeah. And I may get crap for saying this, but, Stop whining. Play the damn game. I'm sorry. Yeah. It was a bad situation. I get that. You don't want guys or you don't want your coach saying, oh, Mitch Marner thinks he's playing at this level where we want him at this level. That's that's a conversation. Yeah, I don't like that. Stayed between the coach, the player, the GM. Maybe the line mates might help with a little coach bit player. of chemistry. But coach and player. I'm so- the coach isn't your friend. Sorry. Yeah. There's no okay. bubble wrapping in the NHL. Yeah, they're trying to make you the best player possible. And if I understand, like the situation with Franzen, I'm not getting into that. I heard that was a lot of Marner, but when everyone was making such a big deal out of this, I'm like, holy crap, he must have like really bleeped up. And then I heard that. I'm like, come on, really? That that's a big deal, but it's not worthy of saying, oh, he's, he's a terrible coach. He should never coach in the NHL again. Well, no. How many yep. times did he miss the playoffs with Detroit? Uh, none. Hmm. How many cups did he win? One. Get to Get a couple finals. Went to a couple of East finals. Yeah, he he's a bad coach. Like, no. What are, what are we doing here? Mike Babcock, I yep. think, will get another job in the NHL. And players are going to have to realize really? that it takes – yeah, I think he's going to get another job. For sure. I, I do. I think it's tough. Players I think are it's tough. Players are whiners. Oh yeah, they're paying hockey players they're are paying soft. I'm they sorry, want. Matthew. Shut up. Yeah. Take a cross check. It's hockey. We're not playing soccer here. I don't care if you're a star. You stand in front of the net, you're gonna get bumped. It, it's gonna happen. No, this is yeah. stupid. That's wrong with the I game. Know. It's like yeah, baseball. It That's what I have a problem with baseball. You get hit by a pitch. Shut up. Take your bait. Hey, hey, what are you complaining? Well, you can't hit the other way because you make 19 million dollars. Yeah, baseball. Chris, you Dave, hit the other Chris way. Davis made 25 million dollars last year in a shortened season. He hit under 150. Yeah, get out. See ya. Like next, I can find someone to do that. Like you get hit by a pitch, go to the pitcher, yeah. shake his hand, and say thank you for giving you a free base. Don't charge him. Hey, Don't become a whiner, Bryce do the, Harper. Do the take do your the Miguel base. Cabrera and bat flip. Yeah, yeah. I mean, go out there. Hey, go out there and play your 20 seconds, Pierre Luc Dubois. Yeah. 
Like yeah. 20 seconds. Yeah, 20 let's, 20 seconds. Yeah, let's bring it back around. Like Dubois, play hockey. Seconds. This is what you've been working yeah. for. If you don't like it, sorry, but this is the way it is. Hey, free agent. All he had, all he had to do there was literally throw it on net. Literally, all he could have did was just throwing it on net, and none of this would have happened. He yeah. could have went in hard, got the puck, took it to the net, whistle, next shift. Nobody even says a thing. Yep. But when you go out there and you're in the the cameras catch all that, they catch the statistics, the statisticians, they catch that stuff with the ice time. They know they're watching you. He knew that. You had to have known that playing in the NHL. You yeah. like, there's no way he didn't know it. That's the problem. He just chose not yeah. to, unfortunately. Yeah, you're not gonna like where you play. Would I like to play in, you know, big markets like Detroit or Chicago or Los Angeles, New York, like big hockey markets. I'm talking Toronto. Yeah. That'd be sweet. Where if you play in Columbus, it's not as big, but who cares? But you still get that atmosphere though. And you still get that atmosphere. I mean, Columbus a couple of years ago in the playoffs, remember the atmosphere they had there with the Canada and stuff. It was awesome. Yeah. So it's still there. Like I don't know. I, I believe, I believe loyalty is leaving the hockey world. Unfortunately, I believe it's and leaving I hope sports. It doesn't get like that. Let's be. I it's hope leaving it all of sports, unless you're yeah, Mike Trout, I, you signed a ridiculous deal with the Angels, even though they suck. Props, but props, respect, yeah. respect to that. Um, I just, I honestly though, I'm very afraid that the NHL might be going like the NBA, where yeah. guys dictate where they want to go. Yeah, and it's unfortunate. I mean, you already hear the Matthews Arizona stuff since the yeah. day. And I mean, drafted. that that'd be a total be like, why the hell would he want to go there? And I understand he's from hometown. There. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, it makes that sense. Thing, but, but it's like they're never going to win a Stanley Cup. Well, with you're Matthews, better they you might. Are. Like, you never know. Yeah, yeah. I just think. Yeah, I just think. I, know I wish would... guys would be. Ha- I'm a big fan of where you get drafted. You want once you put that jersey on, that's your team. That's who you dedicate your life to. That's what you do. And I understand if but, you don't like it there, but le- like leave in free yeah. agency if you really don't like it. Yeah, don't demand a trade right be before tough, the season. But yeah. if you're going to demand a trade, demand it right after the draft or yeah. before the draft. Do it right after the season. Yep. Get it out of the way. Yeah, like don't do it within close doors. Before the season, don't say I want to go. Yeah, like don't, don't tell your Stafford team. In Detroit. That's dumb. The Matthew Stafford in Detroit situation is perfect. The trade request. Yeah, that's because the lines have the- been a joke forever, and they'll continue to be because the Fords are yeah. just out in their own yeah. world. Yep. But oh, wow, we went way off topic with that, but it's it, it's relevant. The- it's what's going on. Like, yeah. Like in ter- in terms of the AHL not ha- yeah, like in terms of the AHL the playoffs not happening the way we started this segment, like there's guys who will now get an opportunity, and I know Line A is coming over as well as um oh damn, what the hell's that guy's name? I forget who else came. Rosalick. Yeah, Rosalick. Drew a blank there. Good not good pickup though. Good pickup spots. though. Former first round pick. Yeah, yeah, they'll take up those spots, but it's as of right now. Give them for Toys system, Rosalick. Yeah. yeah, he's from there. Played uh, yeah, well, he, he played triple A jackets. Jenner. Yeah. Yeah, he fits in perfect with like Jenner, yeah. uh, Felino. He fits in good with those character guys. And honestly, he wouldn't look bad with Max Domi. I love Max Domi and Columbus. The day they made that trade, Josh Anderson for Max Domi. I think they the should try Domi and Foodie together. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I don't know if they I have. I haven't like, watched every game, but I, I love Domi and Torch's system, though. 
I just yeah. love it. I feel like he's the guy that needs John Tortorella and John Tortorella needs him because John Tortorella can unleash on Max Domi and Max Domi will go score a hat trick. He did yeah. the same thing with Dale Hunter in London. He is, he honestly, could you, watch would it. you put Tortorella and Dale Hunter in the same conversation of the type of style of well, coaching? The Patrick, the obviously Patrick Hunter's team score a lot more than Columbus does, but <laughs> The Pat, the Patrick Kane uh, situation, the story was pretty funny there about it in London too. When they came back from the road trip, I should tell that one quick. How London yeah. came back from a road trip, they got blown out. They came, they got back at like two in the morning. It might have been coming back from Sioux. They played a Sunday afternoon game mm. in Sioux Saint Marie in that long track back to London after yeah, they really. came back and they unloaded the bus. They, their bags and stuff were just in the locker room, and uh, all of a sudden it's two in the morning. You see the video screen go down they watch video and he just told them all everything patrick kane just mentioned like he just told them everything that went wrong in their game everything mm-hmm. they did wrong just told them fix it and then the next night they come out and blow you out i i honestly love that coaching yeah i love that i think it really gets you going but yeah. again that has to do that. with the coaches are just there to story. make you great players that's what they're there yeah. to do they're there to win games they they're care about you there to yeah. win cups like they put, a lot of time and effort goes into coaching Yep. A lot of time and effort goes into coaching. That's all you eat, yep. sleep, drink. That's all you do, coach. Yeah, Mike Babcock didn't just all of a sudden get hired by the Wings because he was a person in the world. Yeah, he was an up-and-coming guy from uh, Anaheim. Yep. yep. But they – but the thing They're, they're the coaching thing for a reason. You, you may like the it biggest, or not, but sorry, that's your coach. If management likes that coach, yep. he's going to coach. If you don't like it, well – Sorry, you're going to have to figure out how to like it for at least I think, 60 minutes and however long your practices are. I think the problem is, and I, I get it's very important for coaches to adapt to their players. I get mm-hmm. that's important, for but sure. you still have Absolutely. to draw a line where you have to respect your coach. Yep. A lot of the teams I played for in hockey, no one respected our coaches. Nobody. I'll say that right now. No one respected our coaches. They can say whatever they want. It didn't yeah, but does that also have to do with like they have, them having kids on the team? Because that's tough when they make decisions based. That's on That's tough too. You're and like, there's another, and that's like, what I was getting he to. Sucks. And that's what I was getting to. That's that's another subject. I mean, you really. I think that's the problem too. Starting off in the minor sports, I think that's where the problem starts because you got your kid on the team. You got daddy puck, daddy ball. You yep. have that situation. You they get he's pitching he's catching he's he's playing goalie he's our yeah. first line center he's our number one defenseman he's a captain yeah. like that's the problem where nobody gets ahead nobody gets ahead with that you don't respect the game you don't respect your teammates you don't you're not a team player it's just sad for the game in my opinion but well, i think that's where it starts at the grassroots level you well, gotta that, learn that's where you have to look at it too say you're playing i don't know what age is peewee hockey like 11 or 12 something yeah. like that you're not going to become a professional hockey player at age 11 that's not going no, to happen you're not. stop you're acting not. like hey, you're an nhl or when you're 11 you years can, old you can go back to every single player we've had on this show every single player that we've had on the show what's the one thing they say with any advice to the pl- kids we always make sure we ask that question because yeah. it's important to drive it home their biggest answer is and i think every single person has said this their biggest thing is just enjoy the game. Have fun yeah. playing the game. There's your answer. Just have fun. Have fun with it. You're the third line guy. You're the third defenseman. You're the backup goalie. It does not matter. When you get your chance, yeah. just play hard. Have fun. Play loose, and you'll be fine. That's the only 60 advice for the week, I guess. In, uh, in the words of Golden Bombay, hockey is a game. 
games should be fun. Yeah. Speaking of uh, local hockey, eight eight years old or 35 years old or a thousand years old, like Yarmir Yager is. Yeah. You have to have fun. You have right now, especially with the pandemic. And this is important. I got this message before going, like when you get out of college and you got to get in the workforce and that stuff, you have to have something you look forward to. Yep. You have to have something you look forward to, have fun doing. And I think that's a big thing. Just enjoy it. Just enjoy the game. Yeah. Enjoy the game. Sit back. Have fun. Because, hey, when it's done, it sucks. Yep. It's tough. Well, that, that, that's enjoy where you, it while you can. That's where you look at Dubois' side of things is he didn't enjoy it. I get that. That That's understandable. But it's understand, always, like, it's always going to be there. That's but you have to carry yourself the, like you do. You know what I mean? In his career, in his career, it does not matter how good he is. That is always going to be yeah. in his career. Every time he goes to Columbus, team he got drafted by. What team? Not one. Oh, what team did he get? What team did he get drafted by? Oh wait, Columbus. Oh yeah, three years later, he requested a trade. That's that's going to happen. That's really that's reality yeah, of it. It happens nowadays. Yep. Yep. It's but you to have happen. to act like yes. you want to be there. Play the part. Make your bed, you lie in it. Yep. Yeah. It, on to the local uh, PGHL. Yeah, man, we went half an hour on that. <laughs> that was wild. On to the next. Oh well, yeah. To yeah. the PGHL, you have a, uh, you have a, uh, you're becoming the junior C insider. What Yourself and hey, Dale no team up. No campfires here. Man. <laughs> so, oh. if the P- if all right. What's what's tweet us dun, 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 breaking news? Colin Ward. <laughs> Love that. Whenever <laughs> we, we got breaking news, that. that's what we got. Yeah, that'd be funny. <laughs> yeah, I'll get on it. All right. So the. So the PGHL, there's been a vote with the OHA. It's going toward Hockey Canada, so nothing's official yet, but there has been a vote. The OA aged to 22. They want to switch to 22, from 21 to 22. But there is no word on the minimum age. It is still 16. In my opinion, I vote no to that. I mean, it's just yeah. an unfortunate circumstance of what happened. The OHL didn't let the veterans run it back this year, yeah. which it probably wouldn't happen. It's unfortunate. I'm sorry you – yeah, I'm sorry, it's done, but your career's done. Your hockey, uh, your junior hockey eligibility is done. You can't really change it for that. Um, I think 16, 20 versus 22 year olds is too, it's too big of a difference at that age. The local for team, sure. the, lo- the local team here in town for me in Delhi, they've struggled. They've, they've struggled. They, yeah, it is. Yeah, they've struggled. So they're going to be a young team if and whenever they return. If they have the 16-year-old, all their 16-year-old cards, even 17-year-olds, if they are a young team, which they probably will be if they play, because how else do you rebuild your team? That is a very tough situation. Playing a team like down the road from you in Paris who traded with Air, who is now Junior B with the takeover for the Kitchener Dutchman. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. They they get eight to ten players from Air that go to Paris. Yeah. Okay, so you're going to have a Paris team full of veterans play a team like Delhi, yep. Burford. Yep, Burford. Teams are, are rebuilding. I don't think that's fair. I think it's a tough spot by the OHA. And, I mean, I think you got to help out your lower teams, too, to have more parity in the league. But I don't think you can have it. I think that's too big of a difference. Those teams like Paris, who just made the big trade with Air, which I – I mean, I can get why it happened, but I don't think it should have happened because it doesn't create parity in the league. Yeah, I think I just think that you can't have those teams playing those teams 
winning by double digits because they don't run they run the score up like crazy oh hell yeah we saw this we saw the C, stat they don't line. care we saw the stat line there last yeah. year some of those games those are running the score well, up. even even the one game i was at uh in burford they're playing dell high so it was the battle of the bottom two teams so I'm, i was actually expecting a pretty close game because i think a, yeah a combined record or the combined win total was four and all the four of and those like, wins were for by the most burford. part but the, the score was part, eight those nothing games were competitive yeah yeah, yeah. And I think that's where, well, hey, let's say if instead of Paris getting eight guys, Delhi gets two guys, yeah, Griffin gets two guys, boom. Yeah. Like, in my opinion, that's the problem with Yeah, but that, that, that's tough, too. How can, how can you dictate where players are going? That's basically your well, school house league. With school uh, and with school and yeah. stuff, yeah. I, I know. I agree with that. Um, but I just think what, the 22-year-old thing, I just think that's – yeah, that would even make it worse, in my opinion. That's yeah, and why. that's if if you load up on those guys, like then do you do you limit the amount of spots? Do you have limited spots for twenty one and twenty two year olds? Like you ha- you'd I have to say. limit both. Like you'd have to do three and three or two and two. Like or like does there's each just team have to have a. Tw- does each team get their own twenty two year old? Yeah, yeah. You have true. to make sure every team has one all yeah. in. Yeah, because you also have, also with, no way that um, players who like. Talk about Brett Brochu, for instance, playing junior C. Yeah. Yep. And I know this was not during a pandemic when he was playing junior C, but say he was coming up now and they had the opportunity to have a 22 year old goalie who had been playing junior B, junior A, junior C, whatever, maybe some time in the O for six years since he was 16 and he's 22 and he's signed with a junior C team. And Brett Brochu's 16, 17. No chance in hell Brett Brochu sees as many games, as many pucks as he did yeah. in his year. And that's just, that's wrong for the game. Well, like, it gets to a certain age where you have to say, okay, like if senior, you're 21 senior, and you're playing junior C, sorry, you're not going to the NHL. It's just, it's, it's no. not real. So what's the big deal? What's the big deal? Yeah. So then yeah. what's the big deal about extending it? I There's think it's so no. many college it opportunities and university opportunities like that. It's all good it hockey. Is. University hockey in Canada is good. Yeah. But all it is, all this is, I think by the PGHL, all it is, is I think to make the good teams even better. I think that's all it is. I yeah. don't think it creates parody. I don't like it at all. I think it's a no. I think yeah, if you and, vote and we yes, don't know because your team's loaded and you're illegally paying money. Yeah. For players. That's the reality yeah. of it. That's yeah. The reality of it. Yeah. We don't know who it voted. happens. We don't know who voted. Yes. Who voted. Yes, no. no, but if it got to the, if it's in hockey, if it's at the hockey Canada, it must've been closer than we think. That's in my opinion. Also, if teams don't, if teams don't participate the card situation, then because teams don't have to pay cards, they could possibly uh, be like technically like free agents. Yep. So they could travel elsewhere too and get yeah. signed. So that'll be interesting to see too. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's so that's the PGHL Junior C. Uh, breaking the news league. in our 40-minute segment. Dang. Fun one. Fun one. Got on. Went Fun on some rants on some tangents. Uh, to the Jacks? To end it? Yeah, let's take the break first. I got to okay. I gotta get some water in me. And, uh, <laughs> you know. Get back to not yelling at people and yelling. Yeah. And just yeah. So when we come we back, to, hey, we had to do the traffic report. We'll we'll just rate the segment. Lank. <laughs> if you like Lank, ten out of ten. 
Yeah, that's yeah, that's off. a solid solid length right there. Yeah, I'd go nine because we went about thirty minutes longer than we wanted to. But you know, length of the show. <laughs> Quality of content. Colin didn't shut up a couple of times, <laughs> and I started yelling and getting mad at people, which I do a lot because I don't which like. Just fine. It's a hey, it's our personality. Very true. I go We don't script. That was a solid yeah. eight, though. Like with the fun. amount of yelling fun. I did, with the amount of not shutting up you did, it was. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I think we need a thing. When I ramble, when I ramble on, we just need a button. Shut up, dummy. <laughs> Shut up, dummy. Do we get? Do we get like the Shut staples up, button to say that was easy? That was easy. <laughs> after a rant. After a rant. Yeah. After a rant. That was easy. That'd be fun. Yeah, I'm ordering one of those right now. Oh my god. That was oh, easy. Man. Um, all yeah, right yeah time that. for a break uh, when we come back update on the muskegon lumberjacks also getting ready for a the big, big game Shell series yes sir. is there anything else back back. i think there was something the big game the big game what big game tv 12 mahomes oh yeah i guess we're going to talk about the super bowl for just a quick prediction quick yeah. prediction yeah that's fine yeah because our next show will be i'm in a tough spot after february 9th the day the Tuesday the after. after. Yeah. Uh, it's be a good last segment that will probably only last five minutes, but uh, we'll, we'll see how she goes. That's all next here on the Owen 60 podcast. This is the Owen 60. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Owen 60 pod for all the latest updates and news from around the OHL. Welcome back to the Owen 60 podcast. They are 12 and 5 and 1 since we have started following the Muskegon Lumberjacks. Fought the flannel. Let's go. It began back on December 10th with a win against Dubuque 6 5. And (laughs) they've been rolling ever since. We had kind of given you an update a couple of weeks ago on, uh, on their upcoming schedule and how they're doing in the standings. And how they were chasing the Green Bay Gamblers. That is no longer the case. The Muskegon Lumberjacks are six points up on the Green Bay Gamblers. Wow. They have played five more games, so that kind of goes into it. But in terms of chasing down the Chicago Steel for first in the conference, they are four points back with Chicago having a game in hand. But... um. The Muskegon Lumberjacks, they've scored the same amount of goals as the Chicago Steel, 111. Chicago Steel, their goal differential is a lot better as they've only given up 79 goals where the Lumberjacks have given up 100. But there was a very big play by a Niagara Ice Dogs prospect by the name of Daniil Gustian. Colin, you've been breaking news all show long. You might as well break this one down for all of our listeners if they have not seen it on Twitter. The goose is loose. He is. He, he pulled it off. He pulled off the Savetchnikov, the Michigan uh, magician. He pulled it off. He's the magic man. He's the Pavel Datsuk of the USHL. Ooh. Pulled it off. He went from the right side to the left. I mean, we've been trying to pull it off in jail. Yeah. It's been close. We've gotten the move, but we just can't get it in the net. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, that was incredible. He pulled it off against the United States uh, Development 
program on yep. well their second game he pulled it off. Very impressive move. Yeah. That that's all you really can say. I mean, you're not surprised. He's high skilled. He's probably the most skilled player in the USHL. I mean, with Daniel Gushin, you're gonna win you're gonna win games because of his talent alone. And yeah. that league he's going to come to the OHL and be incredible for the ice dogs. That's why I had hopefully to he can come he, to the OHL one day. Who knows? The Sharks might have different plans for him. You know? Yeah, I had it. I had to tag him in the tweet there. That boy, love I had it. to tag the ice dogs in the tweet because that was yeah, that was. I'm in Niagara. Niagara fans are going to love it. Yeah. He is going to light it up. I mean, he's got some Phil Tomasino in him already with the skill. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. I like that. It's gonna be fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, on the season, the Muskegon Lumberjacks through 23 games, they are 14-7, one and one. Of course, they count shootout and overtime losses as two separate categories, but. Yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a fun trip uh, down the stretch here. They are six three zero and one in their last ten games, and not really man, no OHL hockey. It's a good time to jump on the bandwagon of a a, a team west of the border because they're not really south of us. But yeah, it should be fun. Like I said, they are six points up on Green Bay. Green Bay. Five games in hand, obviously, that's going to have an impact. They're eight points up on Team uh, USA, that development program team. That team has four games in hand on Muskegon. Then you got Dubuque and uh, Youngstown down at the bottom, who probably have no chance of catching the Muskegon Lumberjacks at this point. But uh, Jack's in a good spot. Jack's yeah. in a good spot. For sure they are. Um, okay. Just going to look at their schedule. Great. Error loading. Awesome. Love that. Great job, Safari. You got to play the delay awesome. game. There we go. We got to play the goal song for the World Juniors, Charlie. Yeah. Oh, it's not a goal song. It's a penalty song. Penalty song. Yeah. It's all good. Um, their game's coming up within the next two weeks when we will chat next. Uh, they got Chicago the 29th in Muskegon. And then uh, then they make the trip to the Windy City on January, January 30th and 31st. At Fox Valley Ice Arena. Sick. Good name, eh? Yeah, I like that. And then uh, before the Super Bowl on the Friday, they host Team USA. And those are the five games that the Lumberjacks have between now and our next show, which will be on February 9th, following the Super Bowl. And, well, speaking of the Super Bowl, might as well do that now. Who do you got? Chiefs Bucks. That's a tough one being a Broncos fan. It's a tough one. Brady's so good. I mean, Tom Brady is 10th Super Bowl. Yeah. That's that's impressive. I mean, you mentioned out there about his wins against NFC teams. Yeah, he's uh yeah, it was funny because yeah. we brought up a lot of stats on the morning show. Tom Brady has beaten nine or has won nine games against NFC teams in the playoffs. Drew Brees, eight. Russell Wilson, eight. You think about that and Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers combined have played in the NFC for 31 years. Brady's played in one and he already has the same amount of NFC championships as those two guys. It's how good he is. It's that's how good he is. I mean, it's a tough one. It's probably the two best quarterbacks all time. Yeah. Going up against each other. I mean, I think Patrick Mahomes is capable. Uh, um, Mahomes has to play a few more years. I don't know if you put him in that conversation. He's getting there, but he's got to play. My opinion, unless, Unless he gets hurt, which hopefully he doesn't, yeah, he he's gonna be there. He's just so good. I I'm gonna go with Kansas City. I hope I don't get heckled for this being a Denver fan. 
I nah, just, man, how can you? Like, they're good. They're, yeah. You like, can't it's not even fair to anyone else. You can't bet against them. I'm going Kansas City. Yeah. 35-28. I think, I think Vegas, Vegas has set the yeah. odds at three and a half. I think the odds yeah. are three and a half right now. Tampa Bay is going to put up points against them because the defense is – Yeah. They will put yeah, up Tampa Bay's defense. That's the only thing that could stop. And they, they're Dan, – Dan Patrick talks about this. Yeah, that's one of the best – that's probably – and I, you could probably throw Pittsburgh in there the first 11 weeks when they were 11 and 0, but yeah. um, you know, one of the only defenses that could possibly stop Mahomes and Kelsey and uh, Tyreek Hill, who was, that wasn't even fair last night or on uh, Sunday, but yeah. Man. Um, yeah. I'm going chiefs too. I think it's tough. I think Brady, it, it's going to be unreal. Yeah. Tampa Bay actually, they're not the home team, but, they're at home, first time ever in NHL, or NHL NFL history. Hockey show. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I, it'll be exciting. I think the Chiefs, but I think it'll be close. I think it'll be less than five. Really? Yeah, come. I'm going to be less than five. 35 28 for me, Chiefs. Yeah, I'm going to go 30 to 26 for the Chiefs. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. All right. Yeah. I respect that. Missed extra point in a field goal. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. Open a prayer. Super Bills Bowl. missed an extra point yesterday, so. Yeah, it happens. I mean, it wouldn't have made a difference, but. No. Chiefs. So. Yeah, they got Kansas City. That's the first thing I said today. They got Kansas City. <laughs> Wasn't yeah. super. Yeah. Um, all right. And one last topic before we go, and this is quick. The series begins February 4th. February 4th. We're back. The Owen 60 podcast defends their podcast showdown title against the O show. And we have a player signing to announce Colin Ward. Will you do the honors? Yeah. So we uh, signed junior. We signed uh, at a Simcoe. Uh, I played with him in my last year, midget Josh kitchen, a defenseman, fuck moving defenseman, solid, steady, gets the fox out of his own end. He'll be solid. He's ready to go. We're ready. We had to pull the trigger. We had to make a move. We, we did. did. We're confident with our signing. We're ready to go. We signed him. Yeah. Yeah. You can never really trust the CPUs this year. Last year, you were like, oh, we got Kong. Yeah. Kong's the best CPU in the game. They all suck now. So um, then again, the game kind of sucks with all the glitches and everything. But Yeah. Get better. EASHL PA's got yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're they're on. You message them. They, they got their lawyers involved now. Yeah, they know me. They're actually. <laughs> uh, yeah, like I said, February fourth, the series begins. Not sure who will be hosting the Twitch stream. We don't know if it'll be us. Maybe not because lagging was a problem in last year's series. But um, yeah, we'll play with the Wi-Fi. We'll get a, yeah, <laughs> we'll get a hype video going before the series commences, and uh, of course that'll be out on our Instagram, Twitter. Uh, at the Owen 60 podcast, it should be fun. Something to do. Actually, it was something to do when COVID started after the OHL kind of stopped. And now we're like, you know what? That was fun. Might as well just do it. Might as well have some fun every year. But yeah. Um, yep. February 4th. We'll have all the details closer to that date. Yeah. And that's in just over a week. Yeah. Looking forward to it. And you'll hear the goal horn a lot. Uh, and a lot of hay. Yeah, we are. Guess we have home ice advantage. Yeah, we do. Nice. Got the NHL barn going. Love it. Yeah, we do. 
uh, should be good. All right. That wraps it up. We yelled. We talked for a long time. We uh, saw the goose pull an unreal move off. We heard Connor McMichael enjoy his first NHL game. Welcome to our newest signing show. Michael 2.0. Yep. Had to add that. Likes for sure. Shout out to me for winning my first week matchup of uh, our own 60 fantasy pool. Colin lost, but we played each other this week. So shout out out me for losing and uh, going for the lottery. uh, Choosing Andy Green second overall. What's up? I'm CVY. I'll just, I'll buy him out. <laughs> I think I have Brad the week after. <laughs> I, I think. That's such an easy schedule. I'd have to look at, oh, whatever. Easy, I have eight guys that are injured. My best player's injured. I got him in the fifth round. <laughs> Play the goal horn. Yeah. We'll chat in two weeks.